0: Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, give some confidence and create a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of my podcast um, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot and today it's one of my favorite topics Uh, we're going to be talking about hair so I am brilliantly joined by Faye Smith of House of Hair Hostess who is not only a specialist in hair but she's a wonderful business entrepreneur so we're going to talk about so many different things about hair and body language and branding and everything so first of all hello Faye how are you?
1: I am fantastic thank you really good
0: so you're further away from me because I'm obviously down near London and you're Solihull, aren't you?
1: Yes, we're in, in the Midlands in Solihull. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you because, you know, like so many other ladies, um, we talk about hair and and everyone knows from my perspective, um, hair is really important to me. So I am definitely one of those ladies who is very fanatical about her hair, how it's cut, how it makes me feel. But, you know, you and I have had a conversation kind of even before we started recording the podcast. And you said something, didn't you, incredibly important about what hair is. Do you want to tell our listeners what what we were talking about with regards to how you see hair? Because you and I see it exactly the same way. And what did you say to me before we we kind of pressed that record button?
1: Well, in simple terms, it's the crown that you never take off, isn't it, really?
0: Absolutely. It really
1: is. I I feel... Especially because, I mean, I've been in the industry for 36 years now and I feel that hair is a super important accessory. It's an accessory that you don't take off unless, which is what we were speaking about earlier, you are wearing a wig or a hairpiece and wigs and hairpieces are super fashionable now anyway. So they have become part of everyday life, haven't they really?
0: Yeah. And I think that's what was interesting, what you said, you know, when you said you've been in the industry 36 years, Mm. I sat there and I thought, I wonder what is so different. Do you think from a kind of time, that's a real big question to ask you, isn't it? You know, how has it changed in 36 years? I think one of them. Is probably what you just said about where wigs and hair pieces has really almost been acceptable, whereas before it was slightly different in the way we chose to wear them. But how do you think, because a real loaded question, sorry, Faye, what do you think has changed in that 36 years with regards to hair? Do you, Obviously, we know it's evolved, but what, what do you see as the progression from a, a hair perspective?
1: Well, it, it's funny that you say that um, wigs are more accepted and that, you know, it has really evolved. I mean, if we go back in history, really and truly, back into the times of um, Elizabeth I, say, so, she was a redhead and um, people wore huge powdered wigs back then. And the bigger the wig was and the more elaborate it was, you know, the more it was a kind of a sign of wealth, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, if you look at it that way, you know, fast forward throughout all the decades, all the, all the years, um, now we see ourselves in times where celebrities are wearing, you know, hot pink coloured wigs, red wigs, long, you know, lime green, you know, down to the floor, literally, it seems as if the more elaborate your hair pieces is, um, and showy it is, the more that you have, I don't know how to put it really, a, a certain type of personality, or you're confident in your skin, maybe. So I think it has come a 360 personally, in terms of how hair is seen. And I think putting the wigs and the hair pieces aside for clients in the salon, I feel that what we do is correction work. And it's super important that a woman has her hair looking exactly how she wants it. Because my business is loaded. It's full of women that come to me because they're unhappy with the hair that they, you know, that they currently are wearing for whatever reason, whether it's a correction, or they just don't like what they've they've got. It changes, I feel, a woman's personality. I don't work with men, we are, you know, a a female salon, but I'm sure for men as well, men that have hair transplants as well, it, you know, it gives them more confidence.
0: Yeah, it goes back to that whole thing, doesn't it? Even when we talk about clothes, it's how something makes you feel. And we know from wearing the right clothes, you Mm. know, we can feel confident or actually it can make us feel pretty rubbish. And from a hair perspective, and I've, you know, I've made no kind of, um, I've told everyone, you know, during lockdown, for me, I have short hair, so I'm used to having short, angular, choppy, bit edgy kind of hair, and and I've and I love it because it it represents me as a person. It's my kind of branding. It's who I am. And you know, during lockdown, obviously things completely changed, didn't they? You know, we I've always said it. I think the hairdresser is that fourth emergency service during lockdown. Everybody was my, like, one of
1: my lines.
0: You know <laughs> what I mean? It was like quick, quick. You know the first thing I was there on the day you guys yeah. opened. I was there and I think it, it's so true you know because you know I've got um, lots of people and I've got twins of 17 and, and my husband and they were like please Lisa shut up about your hair because I honestly I'd look in a mirror and think oh you know what it now looks like I have a crash helmet on rather than that edgy cut and it's so true what you said about you know your hair is that accessory you can't take off and you know what i think when you have longer hair you can probably do more things with it or you know perceived to be you can put it up you can twist it you can do whatever short hair you can but you don't have as much to play with do you so i think it's so true that your hair has to represent you as a person and it's not just about for, for you guys from a from when they come in your salon you don't just
1: look at their hair, do you? Not at all, not at all, no, no. For me, I from the minute a client arrives um, into the salon, I'm, I'm looking at um, how they're coming into the salon. Before the game even goes on, I can more or less kind of figure out a kind of a personality of uh, my clients. So by the time the game does, you know, actually goes on, i have already clocked, you know, how, the lady, she's, how she sat down, whether she's crossed her legs, whether her, her fists are clenched in her lap, whether her arms are at the side, does she wear glasses? Um, lo- lots of different things I will have clocked on, them, like a computer, and I'm clocked before this Dan even goes on. Um, I can kind of figure out where we're going to be going. Um, but, it is,
0: but it's so important that actually it comes, the hair comes together as a package with the clothing, with the shoes, with the, the rings, with the jewellery. We are mm-hmm. We come together as one, and I think definitely you know, there are certain styles that suit different people. So, you know, if you've got a little bit more of a dramatic personality, you might go a bit more edgy. If you're a little bit more of a classic, you're going to go slightly more with a, maybe a more heritage traditional haircut. It's really interesting. You know, when you get um, ladies who who sit in your chairs and you've kind of had a little bit of a look about them, can you, is it easy for you to make recommendations like myself, you know, when we take someone shopping we try and push them out their comfort zone, just a little bit, not to the point that they go so far out, they feel uncomfortable, but are you able to kind of make those recommendations and see ladies embrace it and think, wow, yeah, you know what? I'd like to do something a little bit different, whether it be with a color or a cut. Is it kind of quite easy for you as a hairdresser to do that like it is for me from a style perspective?
1: Absolutely. It's super, super simple. Um, I feel like by the time somebody comes to my salon anyway uh, for correction work, they're they're in a position to want to have a change. Most people that come to House of Hair Hostess have either been recommended or have found us online. Um, And we are the leading salon for um, massive transformations. So the biggest transformations happen in my house. So House of Hair Hostess, that is what we do clients want you to be able to give them suggestions and ideas and say how you see it for them that's why they're in the chair however what I might say is that sometimes some ladies will come with a preconceived idea of what they feel would look right for them and that is where the kind of um you have to be careful with your choice of words and how you guide somebody on the, on the journey that you want to, or you feel you need to take them on to get them to the actual destination. Because sometimes people don't see hair color as we see it. And you do have to, I, know, I think it's main, I think men are more colorblind than women, aren't they? I think that's a general yeah. rule, but there yeah. are a lot of women, that if you show them a shade of a particular primary color, they would see it as one shade, yet it's another. So you've really got to I chunk it down. I'm super, super good at that. I don't move on. I am a person of detail and I don't move on until I've been through certain steps with certain people. And if I'm still not happy with it, I'm not moving on because I know at the end of it, that that's not going to be what they think that they're going to get because they don't see it.
0: So yeah, I break,
1: break it down.
0: Yeah, and then I suppose then what happens is when the colour is then done, actually they'll look in the mirror and think, oh, that's not what the colour I wanted. So you're better off, aren't you? Literally nailing it down to start mm. with so that someone gets that idea of what you're trying to achieve with the colours you're achieving to say, actually, this is what I'm going to get. It's it's based on, isn't it, those whole yellow and blue undertones and just helping, it's just helping, isn't it? And um, helping people understand what, the colour
1: will look like when it comes out. A couple of things there that you just mentioned. So it's it's based on really making sure that your clients is it has to be an enhancement of their natural beauty, I I believe.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so when something you don't want a colour wearing you, do you? No. So that is that is the secret. You don't want a colour to wear you down, to make you look drawn, and um, drained, um, know older if that's you know an issue for you Mm -hmm. or in any way shape or form just not look healthy and glowy and then you mentioned about um blue tones and red tones but what we have to remember is that it isn't just about your skin tone because remember women wear makeup well a lot of women wear makeup generally even when they come to the salon but the primary thing about hair color is actually eye color it's not just about skin color um, it's, it's about eye colour because there are two things that are important there. There is um, The eye colour will let the hairdresser know what the underlying pigments are going to be in the hair that you're going to have to fight with. Okay. Yeah, hugely, yeah. 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 and, um, and then also, with eye colour, you can then narrow it down to what colour is going to then reflect from the hair onto the skin tone and make the eyes pop up. Yep. So that you can see their eye colour more. So there are two things that you have to think of. It's not as simple as people
0: think. No, exactly. And, you know, I was just about to say that to you. And that's why, you know, you have to go to the experts. And you have to, like, you know, be able to sit in your chair and have that conversation with your hairstylist who's mm-hmm. going to help, rather than just say, yes, this is the color you're going to have. And it's, and that's why it's really interesting, isn't it? It's, you know, I think like we, we joked, but that whole fourth emergency service, it is about having that real relationship with your hairdresser that it's that like, no trust. You like mm. them, you know them, you trust them. And that's why so many of us stick with the same hairdresser that we've had for years and years because we know that you can go and sit in the chair and go and if they said so so think my, for instance myself if i go to my hairdresser and she says oh lisa why don't we do something a little bit different i know and i trust her enough that she will make the right decision because not only does she know her products and her style and all that type of thing she knows me so she knows that if, for example, she was to say to me, right, Lisa, we're gonna make it go pink all over, I'd be like, oh no, a bit too much for me. But if she then said, actually let's put, I don't know, more flashes of I don't know, mahogany through the front for me, I'd be like, Yeah, crack, that's brilliant. So it's it is, isn't it? I think a relationship with a hairdresser is so important.
1: It is, it is super, super important, but I mean for the hairdresser it's it is all about being approachable yeah and you need to be clear in what you are um explaining to your you know to your guests in your salon because people not everybody understands and this is why we use images sometimes clients will come in and they'll say um i had a lady on saturday actually and she explained a haircut i said okay that's fine let me go to some images now and talk you through what you've just said to me and show you how I interpret what you would said. That was nothing like the image that was actually on the phone. So I said, let me try and work out what you're trying to say to me via images now. And I then showed it, she, yeah, that's it. So, well, in my mind, I was thinking, well, if I had done what you had said to me, Yeah, yeah. On head, you'd have gone out looking like Rod Stewart. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's that showing my age. But because I, I knew how to break it down. Yeah and put it into chunks and work out where she was going with it, I was able to then find the exact picture of what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally, I only work with images.
0: That's, and you, that's a really good thing, isn't it? So, so would you recommend, if you've got, um, say, a lady going into a hair salon, maybe for the first time, would you recommend that they take images in with them and say... Um, yeah this, is, my
1: procedure. Yeah. yeah
0: this is what yeah. i would like i'm just thinking if anyone's listening you know if they're going to a new hairdresser or, or whatever or even their existing hairdresser you would definitely recommend that they take a picture whether it be on a phone or a cutout from a magazine because it helps the hairdresser as well doesn't it
1: what it does is it for me then there can be no kind of i want to use the word mistakes but
0: yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You definitely know
1: what the client is trying to get across to you. It doesn't always mean that the picture that the client brings in is what is right for them. Yeah. So with that picture, it's a good starting point. It's a yeah. very, very good starting point. And then with that image, then we can break it down because often I divide my images into three sections: the, t- the top section through the sort of crown through to the eyebrows. Then I go from the eyebrows down to the mouth and jaw and then I go further down if it's longer and I guarantee you the bit the client likes is the bit that's in the middle that's in and around the eye area she hasn't even noticed the top bit where it's darker and it's got a root shadow on it she hasn't even noticed that the ends are like super popped and bleached she hasn't even seen it and then they go oh yeah okay
0: because they're now, visually seeing aren't they the bit that is in the the eye line yeah. of the eye so yeah. do you take into account as well quite rightly the face shape as well with regards to the cut and the colours as well
1: Well, oh, yeah so that's also the placement. so your placement will be based in and around your actual end hair cut so, yeah, yeah for a a, standard yeah
0: yeah i think it's so interesting because you know People, you know, people might, ladies might think they go to a hairdresser just to get a haircut or a hair colour. What I, this is what I've wanted to do with the, with the podcast today Mm. was really share with, with ladies how much goes into your hair. You know, it's never just about, you know, going in to have a haircut or have a hair colour. It's that the hairdresser uses so many different um, what would you call them? So many different kind of ways to work out, and make sure that the client gets the best haircut for all the best color for their personality, for their shape, for their, for their colorings. It's not just come along, sit in my chair, off we go. There's, and it's a bit like me, you know, people say, well, you know, can you just take me shopping? Well, I can do, but I've got to take into account five different steps before i get to show you the clothes and that's where your expertise comes that's where my expertise comes but that's what i you know i'd love people to be able to listen to this and go wow you know i've now learned that when i go to my hairdresser to help the hairdresser i can kind of give them this information and this is what i now know that they need from me to make sure we get it right
1: Mm. and also what we have to take into consideration I feel as well is remember I mean as with yourself so if I came to you to have a complete you know clothing makeover you've got to think that budget as well and maintenance yes. of this lifestyle yes. this new life, lifestyle look so if a client comes to me and it, um, obviously we we quote at consultation but remember that there's also a journey so once this hair is Complete, and she's walking around looking fabulous. There is maintenance. Just as those maintenance, to to anything, you know, if you have, if you stayed, I don't know, you buy new plants for your garden, you've got to keep watering them, haven't you? They're just going to bloom forever, are they? Yeah. So you've got to keep watering the plants. Your hair is like that same plant, isn't it? You've got to keep watering it by adding, you know, refreshing colours to it, uh, toners and things to it. Home care is massive in my salon. I don't believe in sending anybody away without the correct care care package because you have to have the right products for the new look that you have got and the yep. new Yeah.
0: Because
1: every single client is different and every single colour service is going to be different. It's all bespoke.
0: Yeah. And every hair is different. It's a mm, bit like, exactly. isn't it? Your, your hair will be different to mine. My hair mm. will be different to my daughter's. Yep. All that type of thing. Everybody is, is so different. Mm. Um, Faye to to kind of finish the podcast what would you do you have like a couple of top tips for the ladies that are listening with regards to hair um is there a certain product that you would recommend that you know and obviously if there's a product that the ladies can come to you then absolutely brilliant because I know obviously online or is there a couple of top tips that you would give them to kind of really help them with hair care or hair cut or color anything like that
1: Of course. Absolutely. I feel personally that choose your salon wisely. You want to be making sure that you're going to a salon that is literally up to date with all the latest techniques. We're a solution salon. So what I realized many years ago when I opened salon five years ago is that there were lots of problems within the hair world. Women have a lot of problems and a lot of hair issues. So I've chosen four or five different niches. So whether it's um, your colour needs correcting or your hair is frizzy. and One of the biggest, biggest tips I'm going to give you, if you're a mature lady like myself, make sure that you realise that your hair care has to change at a certain age, just as your body changes at a certain age. You can't keep using the same products that you were using 10 years ago or five years ago. You've got to change your hair care products to align with how your body is at that time because your hair has changed with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, is it's all to, about reflection. doing the
0: hormones, say
1: The, the, the hormones, hormones of the lady. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, do, we work with a, a brand called Brazilian Blowout and they have an amazing product, amazing product called Rewind and it resets your hair, can take your hair back 10 years. Oh, wow. And we use that, yeah. If we call it the hair Botox it's like mm-hmm. literally your hair. yes it's incredible it's absolutely incredible so women, women that are experiencing where their hair is really dry really unruly um, it's quite thinning maybe it just completely looks nothing like their hair was before yeah. and people come in and say it's my hair market like is isn't like it used to be well you're not like it used to be so you've got to treat your hair for where it is now
0: yeah
1: that's probably my biggest biggest tip that market i think is so um kind of brushed under the carpet. But there are lots of women that complain about that to their hairdresser and it doesn't go, it doesn't get like mentioned or fixed.
0: Oh, that's a brilliant tip. That, and, but you're absolutely right, aren't you? You know, it's and I think, you know, we hear people say or some hairdressers say, you know, don't use the same shampoo time after time after time because your hair gets used to it. You know, make a change. But I think from what you're saying, that's so, you know, we, I wouldn't have even thought about that but you're yeah. so right as, as you, you, you know, you go through different stages of your life, mm. your body changes, doesn't it? And mm. actually, you know, I always remember, gosh, go back years. Even my mum saying when she'd got to a certain age, oh, my hair just feels dry and it's thinning yeah. and it's true, but it was probably thinking about it now, the age that she was is yeah. what I'm talking about. So that's a brilliant tip. Do you want, mm. do you want to leave us with any other cup any others that you, cause that was a right, wonderful one. If you've got another nugget, that would be super,
1: do you know what I'm going to say to you is that I hear a lot of women and they say, oh, don't use conditioner because it makes my hair um, too flat or too lifeless. No, it doesn't. Conditioner only makes your hair flat and lifeless if you've overused the product and you haven't rid it out correctly. Right. Oh, the top tip I am going to give you is, now listen to this. So, most women wash their hair and shampoo their hair when they're in the shower. That's a massive no-no to me. Is it? So, Yes, it is. I'm really old school. You do have shorter hair though, so you're slightly different. But, but a lot of women today, or younger girls, or women have like longer hair, like me. Most people shampoo in the palm of hands, top of head, shampoo, rinse, and no. If you are going to shampoo your hair in the shower with that second shampoo, flip all your hair over in the shower and put that shampoo in the palm of your hands and rub it into the back of your neck, and then shampoo your head downwards that way. That is my top tip. Do the top with the first one and then flip it over and work from the back and the underneath on the second one.
0: Because I suppose otherwise, if you don't, you don't get to the ends, do you?
1: Well, no, it isn't the ends. It's because they don't get underneath. to the roots. And that's where it gets very itchy, very cloggy. You get a lot of scalp issues. Uh, people think, oh, I've got dandruff. You haven't got dandruff. You've actually got product buildup on your head. Ah. It's product buildup. And actually, it's probably not been shampooed properly either
0: wow so you're you've got you've given us a wonderful nugget about that one you've given us a wonderful hero product that sounds like once you're to a certain age there is a hero product um thank you so much for talking to me today um i find hair so so fascinating because i love hair but it's so important that people use your hair as the accessory because like you said you can't take it off you can change it slightly with colours. You can adapt it. You can really make it, I think, who you are as a person. But I have loved talking to you. And we've got some great information from you and some wonderful nuggets. Um, thank you so much for spending your time today talking to me. Um, for the listeners, I really hope you've enjoyed it. Um, and I look forward to seeing you all um next week so before we go um where can any of the listeners come and find any information about you where's the best place for them to come and find you before before we wrap up
1: so the salon is called house of hair hostess so you can just go on to google okay. www.houseofhairhostess.com at you can
0: Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I didn't want to go without anyone being able to um, come and find you. So thank you so much. Thank you, for listening. And um, we'll see you all next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.